0: My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice and if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga, where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. So uh, I've done a review process at the end of each year for the last uh, like 10 years now, since I started doing yoga and started to apply this stuff to my life. Um, so we're in this this transition point and you've probably thought about goals and intentions and stuff like that and if you're like 91% of people you forget about your resolutions by February (laughs) and uh, you know we'll probably see bigger classes in January and February but then it kind of goes back to normal usually Uh, so you know, everyone we're all very ambitious and have a lot of good intentions it's not like there's anything wrong with us to like change our minds or feel like oh maybe that wasn't quite the thing I wanted Uh, but I think there's a good, a good practice to balance of like uh, effort and ease is what yoga is all about is balancing effort and ease so like say okay maybe I want to start running this year or change a habit or, or do this thing uh, to always factor in that there's going to be setbacks there's going to be challenges and there's going to be days where you just don't feel like it but that's okay and that doesn't mean like you failed and you know most people like the, the research I've seen and my own experience it's like oh I, I'm meditating every day and then I miss a day and it's like oh I, I ruined it I'll just stop meditating Uh, or I was going to a class every week and I missed a week or two weeks now it's like I'm just done with that Uh, so it, it can kind of throw us off but I think if we plan for it and if we are just kind to ourselves and cultivate a compassion for ourselves and it's fine we kind of go with it and the good habits that we have like it's better to just just tell yourself like I am a meditator I am a yoga practitioner I am whatever the habit is Uh, instead of I'm trying to quit smoking it's like I don't smoke you know instead of I'm trying to eat healthy it's like this is the diet plan I follow this is what works for me and so the the way we talk to ourselves can be huge benefit huge difference between like our attitude and our and where we end up by the end of next year and uh, so I'm doing a whole process on that on Sunday at 2 o'clock if you want to go deeper into that there's a whole two-hour process i'll guide us through it's called start where you are a mindful guide to or uh, step-by-step guides creating a mindful new year so it's kind of applying all the things that i've learned over my 10 years of trying this stuff and failing and succeeding <laughs> and uh but today what we're going to focus on is really just having that that awareness that uh, that sort of attitude of curiosity and compassion for our bodies of trying things of not worrying about if you're doing the posture right or if it looks like somebody else But just feeling into your body and getting into your body and feeling what feels good. And trying different things with the props, with the postures. So let's start in a comfortable seated posture. And we'll bring the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart. Laying down any judgments or criticisms or worries or doubts, at least for this hour. To just feel and, and be in this more feeling, intuitive, heart-centered place. Come down to your back and we'll start there, Put the knees in, rocking side to side on the back. Let the muscles of the back start to soften. We'll come back to the center, one hand on each knee, as you inhale press the knees forward to arch the low back, as you exhale pull the knees in to round the low back. So the knees just come straight forward towards the front of the room and you'll feel your pelvis tilt and your low back arch and you go back in on your exhale. This is creating the um, the tilt of the pelvis connecting the the pelvis and the low back. And this is for therapeutics. So you might not feel a whole lot here, but this is kind of the stuff that helps your low back feel good for the rest of the day. This lumbopelvic rhythm is very important for low back health. So we'll bring the feet down to the floor And we'll start a similar motion now as you inhale, you peel the spine up off the floor. It's a bridge pose, one vertebrae at a time coming up. And as you exhale, you'll lower one vertebrae at a time, back down. And again, it doesn't matter how big this movement is, and you might not feel a lot of sensation here, but it's setting the back up to to feel good for the rest of the day, and hopefully longer than that. Next time you come up to bridge pose we'll stay there and hold in bridge maintaining this engagement of the glutes the hamstrings the backs of the legs and then we'll slowly lower the spine back down happy baby pose holding outside of the knees shins or feet And you can extend one leg at a time here opening the hamstrings. So we're going to go back and forth a couple times here with contracting and strengthening the hamstrings and legs and then stretching and releasing the hamstrings and and the glutes. Now let your feet down to the floor again setting up like bridge pose so your feet are hips width and the fingertips can touch the heels So now we'll peel the spine off the floor into bridge and lift the hips up here. And hold and breathe there. Keep everything the same, but maybe you lift your right heel off the floor. Maybe the right foot lifts off the floor, strengthening the left leg even more. And then if you have have the one leg lifted, switch legs. back down spine back down back to happy baby pose again stretching the back of the legs where we just strengthen you can extend one leg at a time to get more into the hamstrings or even both legs and then one more time feet down to the floor setting up for bridge and again fingertips can touch your heels peel the spine up off the floor now keep your heel down, but lift your toes. And press into your heels, and don't let them actually move, but pull them back towards the body. So there's a pushing down and pulling back with the heels. That helps contract the hamstrings and glutes even more, bringing more strength here. So I personally had tight hamstrings for years and kept stretching and stretching, and they didn't really change. When I learned to strengthen and stretch, then the muscles were able to relax more. So we need both, right? So here we're strengthening hamstrings, and I will slowly lower the spine back down, and come back to happy baby last time here, emphasizing the opening of the hamstrings. Now bring the soles of your feet together down to the ground in Bound Angle Pose. One hand on your belly, one hand on your heart, feeling the rise of the breath on the inhale. And the slight contraction on the exhales. Feet are together, knees apart. Opening inner hips now. Whenever my mind becomes very active, or maybe worried about the future, or over-analyzing, one of my favorite things I remember is that in in Chinese, in the Chinese language, there's not a word for the mind in the way that we use it. When they say the mind, they're talking about your heart. When they point to their mind, they point to their heart. So, in that same way, I like to think of the mind being in the heart. And imagine you're (coughs) thinking and feeling from that heart-centered place. we'll bring the knees back together. And now we'll take one of our blocks. So where we just open in the the adductors, inner thighs, we're going to create a contraction strengthening there. And so the block comes between the thighs. So still on your back, setting up like bridge and that kind of shape, but the block between the thighs now we will lift the feet just an inch or so off the floor and hold and breathe here. So the legs hugging towards the center. You can even grab at the block with your hand, but your legs don't let it go. So you're kind of just strong enough to not let the block move. And this also really helps support the low back a lot by being able to strengthen these pelvic floor and adductor and core muscles. Now you can add on to this if you want by having the legs start to straighten out at an angle, about a 45 degree angle to the floor. You can also lift the head and shoulders, palms up beside you like a low boat pose. Holding, breathing here. There's naturally going to be a little bit of a, a neutral arch in the low back, so your low back doesn't have to touch the floor. But if you want to, you could add more core strengthening by doing that by pressing the low back down to the floor, if that feels helpful for you. But naturally, there's going to be a little bit of a curve there. And then lower the feet down, let all that relax. Bring the feet together again and knees apart. One hand on the belly, one hand on the heart. Just like in the new years, we maybe get ambitious and idealistic about intentions and goals and what's possible. Uh, it's just as important to feel that same way about taking time to rest and recover and, and restore. So through our practice, balancing these opposites of effort and ease, strength and flexibility, being active and resting. And again, we'll come back to that last position. So block between the thighs. Feet lift off the floor, engaging the deepest core muscles. And you could stay right here. And you can have your low back arched a little bit or you could let your low back round to the floor. See what feels right for you. Maybe you extend the legs, maybe you lift the head and shoulders. Wherever you're at, hold and breathe, maintaining, strengthening, engagement. Slowly release, feet together, knees apart, relaxing. This time you could have your arms overhead if you want, a little adds a little back bend, might feel nice on the low back. Or hands back to that last position, one hand on belly, one hand on heart. Time now. Bring the knees together and have the block between the thighs. And again, lift the feet off the floor, feeling that engagement of the pelvic floor and the deep core muscles. You can add on to that if you want, extending the legs, lifting the head and shoulders. Either rounding low back to the floor or maintaining a little arch. See what feels right for you. Breathing, engaging fully. And then slowly releasing down. Last time now, feet together, knees apart, and bound angle pose. Either resting hands on the belly and heart, or arms overhead. start to bring the knees back together hug the knees into the body and either rock side to side or forward and back along the spine massaging the back a couple times and make your way up to hands and knees and we will use the blanket under the knees And start to move any way that feels good for you here, listening to the body so side to side, forward, back. Any movements that feel good in the hips, the shoulders, the spine. come to neutral hands and knees. I'm going to focus on the shoulders now for a little bit so bring the hands off of the mat and turn to one side the other arm internally rotates a little bit towards the ground and then you go over to the other side so again a little internal rotation on the shoulder it's moving side to side a couple times or maybe stay on one side And then we'll come back to the center. Move the shoulder blades together as you lower the heart. And then shoulder blades apart as you round the upper back. Moving the scapula here forward and back a couple times. And then to neutral, hands and knees. Right, bring both arms forward here And lower the forehead down to the ground. Hips stay over the knees, creating this opening on the sides and the shoulders, this back bend. The more the chest and shoulders can soften, the, the deeper the back bend. Elbows can come down if that feels more supported for you, or arms can be straight and elbows lifted. From here, thread your right arm through into a twist, right shoulder down. Breathe into the upper back, creating space and openness there. Slowly come over to the other side, thread the left arm through, creating space in the upper back under the left shoulder blade. Your breath is like a sense of touch, bringing awareness into these muscle fibers of maybe where the body is unconsciously accumulated tension. yoga is almost like turning the light switch on in all these different areas of the body and neurologically that's exactly what it's like, creating a mind-muscle connection and releasing that tension that's held in the muscles. And We'll come back to center, hands and knees, and move the blanket out to the side and come down to the stomach We'll open a little more in the front of the shoulder here. So bring your left arm straight out to the left side of your body, aligned with the shoulder. And you roll onto the left side, right foot lands behind you. You might need to move that left arm a little higher or lower depending on how that feels. And you could stay right there or wrap your right arm around the back, palm faces away. back to center to other side Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see. Then we'll come back to center. And here, a little contraction in the back of the shoulders where we just uh, opened a lot. So hands float off the floor, shoulders together on the back. Now add the lift of the legs. Maybe you straighten your arms back to locust pose. You could also bend the knees here to strengthen the hamstrings. Just a slight bend. You don't need to go super far but you'll feel some engagement of the hamstrings. I'm going to add a little resistance for you here. Press into my hand. And then we'll slowly lower down, letting go of all the effort. And then hands under shoulders. And come up to a high plank position. So shoulders over the wrist. Again, strengthening the shoulders, and the chest and shoulders where we just opened a lot. Holding, breathing here. You can make this a little more challenging if you want by lifting one leg an inch or so off the floor. And if you've lifted a leg, switch legs. and we'll come back to downward facing dog, lengthening the spine. You can bend one knee at a time, you can ease into the hamstrings. And the knees can bend as much as you want here. From the side you're like a triangle shape. There's a lift in the hips, a length in the spine. from here we'll lift the right leg back and open the hip so bending the right knee heel towards the tail and then lower back down down dog and lift the left leg open the hip here bending the knee and then back down forward to the plank pose again and then knees down. Here you can use your blanket under the knees. So find some balance here. So from hands and knees, have your right leg go straight back and your left arm forward. (laughs) This one, this, this one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll come back down, hands and knees. And switch. So, right leg back, left arm forward. Oh, I, see, I got that wrong. You all got it right. <laughs> Thank you. Lower back down, hands and knees. Right hand comes a little forward, side plank. So your left leg is back, left arm is up. And we'll lift the left leg here, strengthening outer hips. Steady breath, finding your center and balance. The deep core stabilizers, like we used earlier, will help a lot with this. And we'll come back down, hands and knees. Other side, left hand a little bit forward, side plank. Opening right arm over left and lifting the right leg. And back down, hands and knees. Pigeon pose to open the outer hips now. So either right knee comes forward, left leg back. You could put a prop under your hip if you feel a little tight there. Or come down to your back for the reclined version of this, the right ankle over left thigh. If you're in the first version, you can just stack the hands and rest the head down. start to transition to the other side and same thing other side this quality of ease softness into the pose maybe if there's any little areas of tension holding on that can soften here bringing awareness into the outer left leg and the right hip and we'll start to transition eventually back to downward facing dog again make any movements you want to transition and we'll come up to the front of the mat to a forward fold feet hips width apart, knees can bend as much as you want and hold opposite elbows, letting the head hang down here, can move the neck forward and back and side to side, releasing the upper shoulders, traps, and with a bend in the knees, slowly roll up the spine to stand, arms relax, Bring the arms up overhead and interlace the fingers. Press the heels of the hands towards the ceiling and move in circles or movements here in the upper back area. Anything that feels good for you. This area can be hard to work with sometimes and hard to reach. But this is one way to get in there. And then we'll all come back up to center and bring your right hand to left wrist for a side bend. Breathe into the left ribs, the intercostal muscles expanding on the inhales and softening on the exhales. And then over to the other side, same thing. Creating space in the right ribs. and back up to center and bend the elbow shoulders down the back interlace the hands behind you and you might need to bend the elbows to do that if you can work towards straight arms and maybe lifting the arms away from the body lifting the heart forward and up opening the the chin slightly towards the ceiling to so open the shoulders this way and relax the arms now remember, Locust Pose when we're on the belly. So the palms face forward, heart lifts, and engage the arms, the legs, the glutes, the back, the belly, everything active and strong here. You can even imagine you have a block between your thighs here, you're engaging there. So the whole body is very active and strong. And now lean into your right leg and turn the left toes out to the left, hands to the waist to help you stabilize. Maybe bring the foot to the calf or to the thigh for a tree pose. So anywhere along the way, balancing on the right leg. If you lose it, just go back down a step and find your stability there. If you want a little more challenge, you could start to bring the hands to the heart or arms could extend overhead. More strengthening version of this, you could even have your left foot floating just off the leg not touching so that requires a lot more strength and stability in the leg or more ease, more sukha, and soft version of this, you can have the foot to the floor and then we'll float the hands down and come back to standing so again find the activation energy through the whole body like locust pose, the arms straight, legs engaged, everything active, hands to the waist as you turn the right toes out to the right If you feel a little wobble, stay here and hold there so you can breathe and stay steady. Maybe you bring the foot to the calf or up to the thigh. And hands could be at the heart or overhead. Focus your gaze at a single point to help with the balance. So any version of Vrikshasana tree pose. In the standing foot, the toes lift and spread and the heel and ball of the foot root down. Balancing poses are probably the easiest place to notice where the judgments come up. because so Everyone's gonna fall eventually, it's just a matter of time. Uh, so just being kind to yourself knowing that it's okay and then we'll come back down. Ultimately nobody really cares. <laughs> and we'll come back to standing and inhale to reach the arms up overhead. Exhale to bend the elbows, open the heart, and bring the arms back down to beside the, the body like locust pose. Again, the active arms, active legs. And this time we'll lean into the right leg, we'll shift weight to the right, and then let the left toes touch the floor behind you. And maybe you stay there. Or maybe you start to lift all the way to Warrior Three, balancing on the right leg, or just moving in that direction, finding your stability here. And this engagement, this steadiness. And as gracefully as we can, lowering the hands down to the floor with the back leg, lifting some version of standing splits, lifting the back leg, folding over the right leg, going deeper into the hamstrings. It's a good place to use your blocks. If you feel your back rounding a bit, you can use your blocks under the hands. And then we'll lower the left foot to meet the right. And come back up to stand. Again, activating the arms and legs, whole body. And shift into your left foot. Let the right toes touch the ground behind you. Stay there if there's a little teetering there. Maybe you lift up a little. Maybe all the way to parallel to the floor. Hold for a few breaths wherever you're at. Focus the gaze at a single point to help with the balance. And now slowly lower the hands to the floor or the blocks, floating the back leg up, standing splits. the back foot to pyramid pose so your left foot's about three feet back and toes slightly turn out so both heels are down and the hands are on the blocks under the shoulders so this helps us get some length in the spine and if you shift forward or back you can feel your pelvis goes a little higher or lower you want to find more neutral where you're somewhere in the middle a neutral pelvis and then you can fold at the waist elbows can bend coming down into this pyramid pose emphasis on the front hamstring stretching Start to step up to the front of the mat and switch sides. And same thing, other side. So you want to be able to get both heels down. And the back foot will turn slightly out from center. The blocks help you lengthen the spine and hinge at the waist, focusing on the hip hinge rather than the back rounding there's definitely going to be some rounding in the back, but if you feel it mostly in the hamstrings and the backs of the legs, that's the intention. If there's any back pain, then you can just come up a little higher. We'll step up to standing at the front of the mat. And roll up the spine to stand. So again, this finding uh, this activation energy in the arms and the legs. And to strengthen the hamstrings here, all you need to do is shift into your right foot and bend the left knee. And you can even poke around with your left hand and feel those muscles are contracted and engaged if you were to grab the foot that takes the strengthening out of it. So we're not going to grab the left foot just going to hold this balance here. Now if you want a little more challenge you can have your arms come overhead. most challenging thing to do in any balance is close your eyes so if you definitely want to fall and practice humility you can close your eyes. And then slowly come back down Switch sides, shift into your left foot, engaging and bend the right knee, contracting, strengthening the hamstrings after all that stretching. Again, you could have arms overhead, you could have one eye closed or maybe both eyes. And slowly release back down. Inhale to float the arms overhead one more time and exhale to come all the way down. Step back to downward facing dog. And forward to the plank pose, shoulders over the wrists and all the way down to the belly. And just let your arms out beside you. Turn the head to one side and let everything relax. Softening the belly, softening the arms, the legs. from those active postures, the quality of stira, strength, stability, to more the sukha ease, softness, openness. Bring the hands under the shoulders and come up to sit for a moment so you can grab your strap and we'll come down to the back with the strap. So that's going to go over the arch of the right foot. And the left knee can bend, left foot on the floor or a little more challenging is have the left leg straighten and left leg down to the floor. can wrap the strap around your hands and make the so that you've got a a sort of hold there without having to use much of your strength of your forearms and wrists Your arms can just kind of hang out there now your, your leg can internally or externally rotate and that can access the three different hamstring muscles so so internally rotate the right leg and you'll feel a different stretch in the back of the leg. If you go too far you'll feel it in the knee. So just about 5-10 degree rotation internally and you'll feel the inner hamstring opening a little bit more. And then externally rotate the right leg, you feel the outer hamstring To the center, bring the strap into your right hand, left hand on your left left hip and open the leg out to the right. If your left hip comes off the floor more than an inch and that's too far, and it'll start to pull on your back. We'll come back up to center and bring the strap into your left hand and bring the leg across the body and again you could just go like 15 degrees with this or you can go all the way into a twist whatever feels right for you if you just go a little bit it's usually more outer hip IT band stretch back up to center. Now take the strap out and switch legs. Same thing to the other side. Starting vertical and right leg can be straight or bent. Internally rotate the leg so the toes point slightly in. The movement happens at the hip, but you'll see it mostly in the toes and the foot turning slightly in. And then externally rotate the leg. the straps to your left hand and open the leg out to the left right hand on right hip to help it stay grounded center and strap into your right hand maybe just go a little bit across or all the way to a twist and you can open your left arm out to the left and turn the head away from the leg it's the whole spine it's a little rotation here center and remove the strap bring the knees in and rock forward and back or over to your side and we'll come up to sitting for a moment so we're gonna set up a restorative pose here so you'll have your bolster towards the back of the mat and your blanket will work like a pillow So we're going to supta baddha supine-bound angle. The blocks support the knees. The bolster supports your back. And the blanket supports the neck. So take your time setting up. You want to feel like you're fairly comfortable. You could stay for a long time. The neck supported. The, it's not a huge stretch. It's more for the nervous system, more for letting your body sort of decompress and rest here. Less than, not so much for a a deep stretch or big opening in the muscles. So you want to make sure the blanket is maintaining the cervical curve, the neutral curve of the neck. So there's a little bit of an arch in the neck. Sit up here. And keep going, keep going. And have this here and then lay back and then bring your knees here, feet together, like that. Yeah. Cool. And then you make sure your neck's supported. Last adjustments you need to feel supported, able to relax here. If you want, you could stay here for the rest of the practice, or you can come down to Shavasana, final, for final resting pose. Start to move your fingers and toes, hands and feet. Eventually making your way back up to sitting. And we'll close our practice in this comfortable seated posture, seated meditation. together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.